Hi, this is Marisha for Love Your Creativity and uh, today is uh, the second podcast coaching session that I'm having with Ryan James Locke. Now, um, I have a dance music project which I don't know what I'm doing with, a remix of an old track of mine, I have no reputation in the dance world at all and Ryan's basically going to, over the next few weeks, coach me through being my own publicist because he's got a, a course named that. In last week's Ryan was very super cool and basically talked me off the edge of panic because I didn't know what I was doing. I know I'm very busy, which doesn't help. Uh, and then gave me some things to do. So, hello, Ryan. Thank you for joining us. Hi, Marisha. Hi. So, you were over in Canada. Yeah, it's lovely. It's a little bit cold, but yeah, lovely. How's London? Uh, very warm and uh, delightful for that very reason. Jello. We're a bit, well, we're a bit bemused, I think, as Londoners. Um, <laughs> so we're like, oh my god, it's sunny. It's been sunny for like <laughs> yeah, four or five weeks. Yeah, we've actually had one this year. It's incredible. Um, so I refuse to complain. Um, so last week, I was very much, I don't know what I'm doing, and I'm too busy, and I'm confused, and why am I, yep. why am I launching a dancing but anyway, and what, how the track sounds a certain way. So I'm like, uh. Mm-hmm. So you told me to, A, make a list of things I've been putting off doing and write yep. a... Well, you tell me better. You probably describe this better than me, giving me your advice. Yeah, so I think, you know, last week the main focus was on regaining a sense of control. Yeah. By minimising feelings of overwhelm and creating, like, a focused kind of plan for going forward. Mm-hmm. What I was hearing from you was that you had a very broad and kind of wide... Uh, you know, desire to go forward, but what you were doing was, you were, um, which most people do, I mean, we all do this, excuse me, we tend to kind of put things off, um, and then, of course, that leads to feeling overwhelmed, and then what happens? We get nothing done. So, yeah, what what I wanted you to do last week was create what I call a procrastination list, and it's designed to do two things, really. One is to get you to realise just how much action you actually can take and also to regain a sense of control. And when you do both of those things, you realise how much more powerful you really are in the situation. Yeah, well, it certainly calmed me down, and I stopped panicking about the unknown, and actually uh, the big thing I've been putting off for weeks, which I could have done, as I've been finishing mixes, is yep. um, I said to you that I wanted to do a little teaser video, but I didn't have the artwork, I'm not sure the mm-hmm. track's quite right, and mm-hmm. then I'd lost all the files, as the video files I'd taken, but... The yep. one thing I have done, which would not have happened if you hadn't coached me, and I knew I was going to have to come back and report, is that <laughs> I have indeed, I've made a 50-second teaser video, and I set up a YouTube channel, uh, Love Your Creativity, yep. again, something I've been saying I was going to do anyway for months, and posted. It's not perfect, the artwork isn't going to be the final artwork, but something That's has okay. been done. So there's lots of other things are on my list I haven't done, but I did start at least with that first thing of getting it out there. That's brilliant. I mean, firstly, I think you should give yourself a massive well done. You know, you've, you've moved forward and you've actually created change in your circumstances. So that's excellent. I'm really happy to hear that. Good. Well, I was a bit, yes, it was a proper kind of where I was going, I need to get it done because I just didn't want to, I mean, that's the thing about having coaching is you have someone that you're accountable for. Yeah. Whereas absolutely. I don't have, with this project, I don't have anyone like that. I mean, with a deadline for a show, you know you've got to do certain things, but this is a bit... Completely. 
it's amorphous and I know the importance of deadlines and blogs on them many a time but when it's your own project and other yeah. things seem to be taking precedence like I moved house as well etc last week it's all been a bit ah so well, well it's funny because yeah it, it's, it's funny because I coach a lot of people in a very similar position to you and they're excellent at their job they've got great standards for themselves and their work but they just they can't see the woods for the trees and I think that's one of the reasons I love coaching so much is because you know, I'm not emotionally attached at all to what you're doing. So there's no kind of, I don't have any blinders on. But also, because I do this with people every day, what can seem quite overwhelming and maybe even scary to you or another client, I can see as almost, uh, I can see why it would stop you moving forward, but I don't have any attachment to it. Does that make sense? Yes. And what that helps me do is be really objective and kind of come up with a plan. Um, I remember when I had... Well, I still do, but when I had coaching for the first time, he said, you know, uh, what's, you know, what's one of your biggest sort of blockages about moving forward? And I wrote down all these things, I got really emotional, and I, he was kind of like, okay, great, so let's do this. And I was like, uh, sorry, can we just please validate my feelings? These are all really <laughs> emotional. And he was like, uh, this isn't therapy, this is coaching, it's about moving forward. <laughs> nice. So, I mean, yeah, so talk to me about, you know, how are you finding, how, would, how did you find the moving forward? I literally had to... I ended up doing the list one night in the middle of unpacking boxes, and then I've mm-hmm. I'm now started uh, rehearsals for a play I'm doing. So it literally was, sque- it was squeezed in the edges of my life. And then okay. on uh, Saturday, rather than doing anything else, I absolutely sat down, even though I should have been doing it. I sure don't know what the word should means, but I squeezed out and just went, right, I'm going to get this done, and I'm going to get it up, whatever, no matter. And I do feel yeah. better now it's up. Well, you've, you've, you've developed what I call a no-excuses approach, and I think that's excellent. You know, you should be, and I mean this, you should be really proud of yourself because, you know, oftentimes, on a second session, I normally hear lots of excuses, and that's said without judgment. You know, there's nothing judgmental about that at all. It's, it's, it's called inner resistance, and it comes up when we try and change. But you should be really impressed with yourself because you've actually made amazing progress, and by the sound of it, you know, like you said, you just you knew you had to get it done. That's a brilliant attitude to have, so I'm really happy to hear that. Thank you. Well, I always used to, when I was at school, I always used to get my homework in, even if I had to stay up all night and frequently did to get it done. I've always, nice. I, I'm always last minute done, dot com girl. And I, I do, you know, so I know I know that about myself. If I say I'm going to do something, I really try my very hardest, even though if the work's not as perfect as it should be. Um, so <laughs> that was the good thing. Now, you also said to me, I have a very clear objective of what I want to do, and my, yep. with the track or with the product, and basically my view is, it's it's a dance song. I mean, I, I set this going, okay, I want it in the dance charts, because we've done a dance remix, but then we've just finished the, kind of the short edit, and it's suddenly even more popular than the dance track was, so now I'm having to go, okay, but I still think that, because you your third piece of homework was get get, get very clear in your head about yeah. what you're trying to do, about who this is for. Because that way, if any people who don't like it and they're not your target audience, then it's not such a big deal. So I Absolutely, yeah. I've got a very clear, because I haven't played it to many people, but all the gay men I've played it to love it. The straight men don't get it, and the women kind of... Most of them think, oh, it's pretty cute, and they're singing it, but it's really the... All my gay friends, all of them, I've even had one gay director, is that she was bouncing around going, I want to make the video, I want to make the video. So, um... So that's been a really nice response for it. So my... You, yeah. Go on. Sorry, I was going to say, can you see how powerful that is? Because 
we can go on to this in a, in, in, a, in a moment more, but can you see that, for example, what you said to me was that you, for example, and this is just an example that you use now, but you said, you know, the straight guys who you played it for didn't really like it. Really like it, but they'd be, I mean, there was a couple of them. I've, I've got them on the VAR and they were listening, dancing around with their hands waving. It was quite amusing, but they are very relaxed straight friends rather than <laughs> super macho, yeah, if you know absolutely. what I mean. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, any, that stuff's all brilliant to know because actually it, it completely confirms what we, we were saying in the last session is that by understanding who a project for, and I don't just mean a product, like it could be your play, it could be uh, an art exhibition, it could be your book anything and obviously you know the exercises i give to clients depend on their situation but for you what was brilliant is i wanted you to get very clear about who it's for because it almost drowns out the noise then if that makes sense yes and you just reminded me in saying that i also in the last week there was a deadline for mm -hmm. a put the first six thousand words of a novel forward mm -hmm. and i have in the past written a novel it's eight to nine thousand actually written two and they're both sat in my drawer doing nothing and because there was this competition that had to be in for last week and the deadline was 6,000 words plus two word, two pages of A4 summary yeah. I had to actually go back and scan through the book briefly because I didn't actually remember what happened very much <laughs> which says That's really good. but I actually went and pressed go on that it wasn't perfect but I just thought I think he knew coached me on this, I thought well no I've got it, you've got to get You've got to get these things out the door, even if they're not quite yeah. right. So that's it, you push that. So Absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, something that you've just said, what I've heard you say just then is brilliant. You've just got to get it out the door. I know so many people as clients or, or friends, and sometimes, you know, clients become friends or friends become clients, but often what I find is one of the best ways we keep ourselves stuck, as in stuck moving forward, stuck mm -hmm. from getting what we want, etc., is we, oh, I can't release it yet because it's not perfect. I can't do this yet because it's not brilliant. The truth is, yes, there's an element of making sure something's good. Of course, that's the case. But you're, you, I know you're talented, okay? I've known you before we coached. You know you're talented. Other people know you're talented. It's not I, really I have my moments of questioning that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Write it down. You, can, you know, you remind yourself. But you, you, it, what it really comes down to a lot of the time is we say things like, oh, it's not ready yet. It is ready. I often find that we use that, we use that as an excuse, as almost like as a blanket statement. And you know, um, a good friend of mine, she um, she wrote a book, like you were just saying, and it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant book, and um, it's it's a how-to. And she was saying, oh, it's not ready yet. I can't send it off to publishers. Da da da. And when we coached, what actually came up was that she was incredibly scared of being rejected about the book. Yes. So what you you know what I just heard you say was excellent. It's so spot on. It, it, just get it out the door because, you know, the moment you get something out the door or you send it off, whatever, it becomes its own sort of entity. It becomes a living, breathing thing, and it does change and adapt. And you might launch something and nobody buys it, but you'll never know until you launch it. And by launching it or sending it off or whatever, you then get to adjust it when needed. So that's brilliant. I'm really impressed with you. Brilliant. Well, you've raised two questions with that actually because. <laughs> your third no, no, but your third piece of question was third. Oh, sorry, your third um, bit of homework for me was be very clear on who this is for. And I, I've, mm -hmm. I've decided, okay, right. So it is for. Uh, he's gay. He's thirty-three. He's handsome. He's got suntan. He's fit. He lives in London. He's in a relationship. Still likes to party, but also likes the nice things in life. He's definitely not eighteen and getting trashed every night. <laughs> and, oh God. <laughs> yeah, I, I know these things. I'm being clear. So because of that, I know. I know who he is, and but also I'm thinking that because only this literally day, day, day ago, 
I've got the SoundCloud file and I've now got the MP3s because we finished the radio edit. So, in theory, I can also send it to my contacts. So I'm now going, okay, well, now what do I... Because, A, I know who my target man is, but then also I already do have some West End club, not very good ones, but I do know people in the industry and people who own bars and manage things. So I'm thinking, well, but they aren't necessarily my... 33-year-old gay man that I'm keeping my eye on who I think really is going to like it. So I don't, okay. I don't know, know what to do now. Okay. So what I'm hearing is that you need a clear next steps plan. Yes. What do I do? Because I'm stuck. Brilliant. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's where coaching comes in. Um, it's really difficult when the client seems to know what they're doing. I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> I've got about a thousand ideas I could do, but I actually don't know the most sensible one, okay. if that makes so, any sense. I also don't know. Sense. I'm going to throw a third thing in. That be- I was, um, there's a band called The Vamps, they're a boy band, uh, English boy band, and they're just releasing their first single, which was co written by Brian Mars, Brian Mars, Bruno Mars, uh, and yeah. um, they've already got like 183,000 Twitter followers. All their videos on YouTube, they do covers, you know, gets 300, 400,000 views minimum. It went up a day ago or something, and mm-hmm. in 24 hours, it's got like ridiculous like 75,000 views things. and they but you can't oh, no. find the track anywhere so I'm thinking I've done a teaser video which is 50 seconds and okay. now I've got to make my I'm going to make a very low budget I'll probably just get bits of London for the initial video for you know the, the radio edit which I've sent off mm-hmm. to you today so you've got that now um, and so I don't know whether I should also have it accessible elsewhere because I'm not ready to release this this is like supposed to be a slow burn publicity campaign so mm-hmm. I've got it on SoundCloud to send to people who I want to move it forward, but I don't think I should be, I don't know if, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> no problem. Okay, well, you know, the first thing, that's completely okay not to know what you're doing. Good. Unless you worked in PR offices and, Which you know, had experience launching things. I do have experience doing shows, but this is a very yeah. different market, and I'm a bit, and I've also done other things, like yeah. a tour manager friend, but this is, it's the whole, I almost have got too many ideas. And it's also you. It, yes. it, it and it's my song saying? and my singing, and I'm like, maybe it's just, it's not terrible, but maybe it's not as good as I think it is. Well, first of all, I've listened to it, and it, it is good. I mean, I'm not saying that because we're on air, and I'm not, I'm not saying that because we're <laughs> coaching. It is good. If it wasn't, I would kind of awkwardly tell you off, you know, off air. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, actually, Marish, I think we should stop. Um, but uh, but actually, no, the process would still be the same, because he, whether it's good or bad, presumably the process of coaching something is still the same, even if... Absolutely, yeah. I was being silly. Yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> but what I <laughs> imagine... Um, no, I think, okay, so I think what's really important now is that, you, you know, it's, I'm, I'm a big one for, like, focus, and, and the reason I'm saying that is because when we take a step forward in, in any area, but especially when it comes to putting ourselves out there in our work, there can be a tendency to kind of... It sounds almost counterintuitive, but there can be a tendency to go, okay, I've moved forward, and now there's more things to do. Oh, my God, what do I do? You need to adapt the attitude that got you moving forward, which was focus and having a clear objective. So, for example, you've said that you've got contacts, and you've also said that you've got somebody that you know or a few people that you know that represent the target market. So let's use that first. If you know somebody who represents your target market that's actually brilliant because i always something i actually say in the program is if you know someone who's an ideal client or audience member like seriously go and take them for coffee and just pick their brain people love being asked questions it, what it am i them. going to ask questions about so for example i would you know let's just say you have a friend who represents your ideal listener club or whatever i would literally 
send them an email or Facebook or however well you know them, it doesn't matter. And just, you know, literally say to them, I've got this great single out. Funnily enough, it's actually, you know, you, you know, I'm being coached. You've come up as the kind of ideal client. I love, I'm sorry, audience member, you know, listener kind of thing. Um, I'm used to saying client so much. Um, and then I would say to them, you know, be really out there and just say, I want to get, I want to attract lots more people like you. I think you're brilliant. Can I take you for a drink or a coffee and just pick your brain about where you go? I'd love it if you could have a listen. Um, it, I, you know, that's, when I set up a PR business in London, one of the first things I did was t- I, I emailed a friend of a friend who owned a really big PR company and was a television presenter. And I was like, hello, da-da-da-da. I want to do my own PR business. Can I take you for lunch? And I honestly thought he'd be like, who are you? No. What happened was beautiful. He was like, of course, I love your energy, love your attitude. And he gave me some advice I would have never, ever got from a, you know, a book. Um, and it's the same with doing this kind of thing. I, I see this every time. When you ask people, and you're very genuine, and you just say, for example, I'm trying to attract more people like you, or I'm trying to get to people like you, because I think you and your friends are great, whatever. You know, can I take you for lunch? It's a real compliment to people, because what you're saying is, I like what you're about. I'm doing something for you. Does that make sense? Yes. So I think that's definitely the first thing that I would suggest you look at doing. It's really kind of reaching out to the people who you know. I wouldn't suggest going up to random people and doing a market survey because they're just irritating. <laughs> Sorry to anyone listening who does them. Um, but I would suggest that you know really make contact in person. You know, with, I don't with know the that many. I know one that's definitely in my view, but I can't say. I, I, I'm going to have to really think about where I'm going to find others of that. Because a lot of my gay friends are older or younger or different, slightly different. You know, more, more of muscle Mary types or more of you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I haven't heard that phrase in ages, but yeah, I know what you mean. You know what I mean. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, the, the who and the who and all that stuff is, you know, fairly irrelevant. The most important thing is just to kind of develop this kind of attitude of like really reaching out to people because, much like taking a step forward and taking action, when you make that phone call or you send that email, even if they don't meet you for a coffee, you sort of like you've done two things. You've let somebody else know about your project, which means some, they could tell it to somebody else or they might be able to suggest something. And two, you know, a funny thing happens when you reach out and you take action. Suddenly, you know, your mind literally will come up with more ideas you can do. Yeah. You know, like... You know, I did. I mean, I, actually, when I did my, uh, my little YouTube video, I've come up with a video competition. No, not a video. I've come up with a little hashtag nice competition nice. so uh, I don't know who else has done it yet it's just because my two friends were being so funny when listening to my track that I just thought it would be really good to get have pictures or video of other people listening to it and just to have a prize but I've got to find a way to promote that because it was just something I've come up with and popped on the landing page at the moment I mean a lovely idea you know something that just popped into my head was the singles about London towns so you could, the competition could be something about you know show me your London town so yeah. show me what London town means to you and you could win I don't know a partner video or I don't know, you know, it, London Town is a very strong title because it, it does one thing, it evokes a feeling. And that's a brilliant title. I mean, you know, it's not like you've said, you know, love or anything generic. It's very specific and it's very kind of, it's evocative of a feeling. You know, London Town is opportunity, it's, you know, freedom, it's, I remember living there, it was great. You know, you could just kind of, it, I remember when you and I went to that fab dinner, you know, at the, um, the pizza place and had wine and it was oh. just it was brilliantly fun so you've chosen a brilliant title you know well, um, it's because it's my love isn't it I, I've often uh, she, she's like my dirty mistress you can't leave her you do but you always want to come back 
<laughs> I love that. I love that you just said. You know what? I I get it though. I really get that. Yeah, no, yeah, I wrote, yeah. I've written a lyric for. I haven't put it into a song yet, but it was an alternative for this, which was. Um, She's my dirty mistress. Always got my interest. I could right. never leave her. Burning bright through the night. That's. I mean, yeah. I think that that's exactly what London is, isn't it? It's funny. I, uh, you know. Even now, I, I, I saw a picture someone posted of, like, Wardour Street at 6am, and I thought, oh, God, I'm, you know, I've got, the, I've got the, the urge to go back. But, no, so I think, you know, kind of focusing in on, on what you were saying about, you know, you know people who represent the target market, I imagine you'd know much more than one. I, yeah, I do. I've just got to go out and do some stuff with it, yeah. So go and harass them, basically. To go and harass. I mean, yeah, there's nothing wrong with a bit of, a bit of you know, friendly awesome. harassment. Oh, and, <laughs> and my phone's in clubs that might otherwise get it, be able to get it played. I haven't got many, but there's a few I could start talking to. Well, that's, I was going to say, you know, I think what's important here is I want you to really get the ball rolling with things. Um, don't spend, you know, I'm not one for, like, spending too much time thinking and analysing things. I think that that's great in some situations, but I feel like with what you're doing... I mean, I listen to it, and it's really good. That, I mean, I'm, I'm saying that genuinely, you know, I'm not saying that because I'm coaching you or because, you know, we're on air. It's a really good, it's a great track. Your voice sounds excellent, and it, it reminded me of what I wanted it to. It reminded me of some really good times in London. So, A, you should be really proud of that, but B, I don't think, I don't think sitting there thinking too much is going to help you. I want to see you take really big action and take steps. And I'm there to coach you with new ideas and helping you to sort of get through blockages. But I think the main thing I'd like to see now is really go out and start speaking to people. You know, identify three people that you know represent the target market. So yes. that's, you know, a really important thing. And then, you know, again, when you said about, you know, you knew people in Clubland who, I call it it's Clubland. More, it's more, it's, but it's not Clubland as was. It's more kind of like, because I don't really club it like that, but the people I know are kind of maybe they they run they run around some of the bigger you know I mean the restaurants or the, or, or the bar. So I mean there's probably yeah. about five of those, which is five more than because I probably can get five people to listen. I get you know right. what I mean? because I know them, so I'm sure at least I yeah. So I think you know, I think you know that there sounds it sounds a little bit like are you are you a little bit nervous about approaching people to listen to it? I'm a bit confused what I'm doing I'm not too bad in some ways it's just I'm already going well I've now got the radio edit which is I could in theory attach to the last time we did a podcast I did the the previous dance mix at the end right sounds great but it's not it, it again it's going to change because we've now finished the radio edit which is much shorter and is a bit tighter and has had some changes doing because that's what we've been doing ongoingly so now I'm going, well, do I stick it to this podcast? Do I leave it until I wait, I, I make, which I can probably do towards the end of next week. I probably need to make the four minute, you know, just a really cheap budget trailer for, not trailer, the proper video for London Town for the, you know, needs to stick it on YouTube as is. Because obviously if I'm sticking my, my tune onto this or a link to it, not to be downloaded, because I'm not ready for people to download yet, but just to hear. But obviously if someone downloads like this, they could... You know what I'm saying? I, because I'm trying to get, get some kind of marketing strategy, and I'm a bit confused about how I do that, as well. So, I, as in, because I, I could just pop it up on my Facebook, on my LoveYourProtivities.com website, put it on here, wait for reaction, or do I try and keep it a bit more exclusive and just have it so everyone goes? Unless 
I'm sending someone a direct link to it where only they can get to it because of that, because I want them to maybe play it. Am I going to try and keep it a bit more exclusive and just wait until I put a video up, which I can do, say, the end of next week, because then people can clock on and share it only via YouTube, which might be a better way of doing it, if you know what I mean. So I think at this stage, you know, at this stage, I think the main, uh, something that's really important is that people hear it. You know, it's like those, um, there's a funny story about actors and they move to L.A. and they end up getting jobs as, like, say, waiters or they work in a bar because they're, you know, whilst, you know, like in between acting jobs and they get offered a job and they say, oh, no, you know, I'm, I'm being exclusive. I'm only doing movies like this. And the joke is, yeah, but you're not doing any. Um, and I think I don't like the idea of making it too exclusive. The reason being, as we both have said, you know, it's your first single and what you need to be doing is, is building up an audience. So I think... An element of exclusivity is good later down the line, but I think at the moment, especially in something like, you know, Soho and bars and clubs, you want it going viral. You want people listening to it. It doesn't even really matter how, um, how many people, for example, listen to it and love it or hate it. What I want is I want to see people listening to it, um, and I want to see, you know, I want to see it really getting out there. I think I like to take what I call like a multi, um, a kind of a multifaceted approach. I don't like the idea of just doing YouTube. I think YouTube, podcasts, um, you could even host a listening event. I mean, I know you've got a nice flat. I remember going there when it was Mark's. You know, you could even ask, like, say, ten people, five, ten people to come round, and you could have some drinks. So I'm going into PR mode now. I'm going into, like, do an event. But what I think is really important here is I don't want you, ho- I don't want you saying I want it to be exclusive because... If you forgive me for kind of using this example, I, I, I know a lot of people who've done that, and what they end up doing is, like, nobody knows about it or listens to it, but they end up feeling really exclusive. Yeah. I don't really... I'm not... It's the only reason I was thinking about uh, waiting so it's not um, on SoundCloud, the only reason I was thinking about doing that was purely because I've been watching the way the Vamps have done it, but, of course, they've already got their platform built, and I haven't, so maybe that's the only reason I was thinking it. I was just otherwise going to go... Right, this is a, this, have a listen, this is the MP3 lit, but not, obviously not to be downloaded for free, but they, at least they can hear it on, because it's going to be mastered and God knows what else yet, but, um, I think, I, mean, you, I, I, would, I don't know, sorry. so maybe I should, app, I'll probably play part of it on this, and then I think what I'm going to do, yeah, I still, I still don't know, I, I know what you're saying, but at the same point, I'm also going, I don't want people to be able to just download it, because obviously it's been, six months of a lot of work of a track that also wrote you know and also done various versions of as well so cool okay so are you feeling so it sounds like you're feeling a bit frustrated I don't know yeah it's just I'm a bit confused about this bit okay no problem so I think what we should do is again let's go back to regaining a sort of a sense of control so we've we've covered that you know you know people who are similar I'm sorry you know people who fit the target market it's for yeah rather than jumping too far down the line why don't we just think about establishing um, kind of a clear set of um, maybe questions you could ask uh, and get very comfortable finding out more. It's still too early, I think, to really come up with a solid, uh, you know, plan or, or next step. Things like speaking to people and getting out of there, yes, that's great, and, and I meant it. I, I still do mean, you know, send it out. But, for example, you know people who are right for the target market. Brilliant. So I would speak to them first and find out things. Oh, okay, so just a quick question. Where do you download your music from? Where do you hear about the next singles from? What do you like to listen to when you go clubbing? You know, it sounds 
it sounds fairly simple, but just asking that question, they could they might show you things you like sites they go on that you didn't even know about. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Because you're a very talented person. There's really no question about that. And you know, I'm glad you're not saying you don't think you are because that was you know I would sort of have to be like, hang on a minute. So well, I kind know. of want to say it, but I'm, I'm aware that I have some degree of ability to do something sometimes. <laughs> I love that. No, but you I know what I mean. Sat there biting your lip. I must not say no. <laughs> no, no, because I I do know, and I mean, of course, my whole website is back. But it's interesting when I'm in in some markets. You ask me to sing harmony. You ask me to sing a top serial festival hall in harmony and and sight read some stuff, mm-hmm. and and or th- give me a bass guitar and ask me to play something or make yeah. up a joke or actually, you know, you tell me right here's a microphone, go and do five minute stand up. I can do all of those without thinking about it. But this is just a bit. It's because I'm, I don't want to get the process wrong when I. It's, I don't want, it's, it's almost been too much work to just get it really wrong, and I think that's why I'm getting a bit confused. That's okay, so what I'd encourage you to do then, you know, what I'm hearing is, it's too much work to get it wrong, and I love that, I love that, because that's very telling. You've put a lot of energy, and obviously time, and I imagine money, into creating this single, so why not put the same time and energy into creating a plan? I mean, you've already got, you've already booked me as a coach, brilliant, you know, you're already looking at your target market, brilliant. You know, you didn't make the single in, in a day, no. so I don't expect you to launch it in a day either. No. But what I do, do, does that make sense? I mean, yeah, I yeah, think, yeah, no, no, that makes sense, and I should calm me down a bit, exactly. Good, I mean, I, I, I want you to feel calm and focused. I don't want you to sit here going, oh my God, I've got so much to do. You know, I think that's a really important point for you, is to really remember, you know, it didn't take you two days to, 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 to write it, to, to record it. You know, a good friend of mine over here, um, Tara Taylor, She's a published author, and one of the things she said is, you know, writing the book, like, say, 30%, marketing it 70%. And the reason I'm saying that to you, it's, again, it's not to feel, it's not to cause a feeling of overwhelm. It's to simply remind you that, you know, you've done an amazing thing. You've created a single. So now let's take the same energy and the same focus into kind of putting it out there. Does okay. that make sense? Yes. Yeah, so let me not panic about what I'm going to do and where I'm going to put it. I'm going to basically, from what you're saying, because that just makes me feel calm, but... Oh, you can panic if you want. It just won't help you. No, no, exactly. <laughs> I just think that my... I'm just watching what the Vamps are doing and going, well, they have got... A, I mean, they're doing a brilliant job there. And um, and they're obviously pre-release. I think you can buy it for pre-release September 1st. I'm nowhere near there right now. I'm not even thinking okay. about release date. I do... Good. I think very strongly, though, I could... My first thing I need to do, like, a four-minute YouTube video for the yep. single so people can go there and listen to it. And I think mm-hmm. I'm just going to not... I might... Where else it is... We just a link for those people. At the moment, I want them to hear it rather than putting it for general release. And then I can revisit that next week almost. Well, you know, before before artists release uh, a single or an album, they do a listening party, obviously to journalists and things like that. And that's something we can get into maybe later down the line. But I think... But what, and they also do listening events throughout the recording to do things like, you know, make sure they're on track with the target market and, and, and all that yeah, yeah. stuff. And the reason I'm saying this to you is because um, I want you to really see that, you know, I, I think you're almost slightly, um, you're panicking because it's, okay, I finished a single, now what the hell do I do? But that, that, that's great. That just shows how passionate you are about it. And I actually, I wouldn't want you rushing it. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, you know, if you kind of said, oh, okay, so cool, what I'm going to do, is I'm just, I'm just going to release it now and I'm just going to hope for the best. That's where pr- trouble happens. Um, What's brilliant about the situation you're in now is you've, you know, you've created a brilliant single, 
So I think what we're going to do now is we need to really take the time and the energy to coming up with, you know, foundation for our plan. There's a real tendency, I'm the worst for it, you know, I'm, I, I'm very impatient, as you know. Um, you know, don't rush this bit now. There's, there's really nothing to rush. You know, you've created a brilliant single. You know, if it was a case of, oh my God, go and, re- go and re-record it, it's terrible, that would be a bit different, wouldn't it, you know? Yeah. Um, it's just, I'm thinking it's a summer track, but so, but it's. I mean, we're still in midsummer, aren't we? In England, anyway. <laughs> we're still in midsummer, and don't forget, people go clubbing all year. Yeah, exactly. You know, especially God, when I, you know, when I was in London, <laughs> you know, yeah, every okay. week. Yeah, but yeah. I think what I'm trying to say to you is, is, you know, if you don't mind, is you don't need to rush. You know, take the time to really understand that. You know, even people like Madonna, even she does like listening parties before she releases things and says, okay, what do you guys think of this? What do you think of that? Because you said it very well earlier. You can't see the woods and trees. Exactly. Okay, right. So I'm aware that time is ticking on, and I don't want this podcast to be too long. It's about the time. Okay. I always think you should encapsulate someone going for a run or being on the cardio machine. So uh, I'm going to do... A, I'm going to go speak to at least three people before I speak to you next um, who are my target audience. And I'm also going to send out... I think I want to target, let's say, seven people... Mm-hmm. Who are more in, you know, in the Western market, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, that I think it, I've been interested to get their feedback as well. So they're yeah. not target market, but they're in the, you know, I mean, I, I trust their, their thoughts on that. Is there anything else I should do? Yeah, I'd really like you to um, just be aware of giving yourself. You know, I'm a big. I like saying give yourself permission, as in you know, consciously make the decision to give yourself a really strong foundation for what you're doing now. So, for example, going and speaking to people, great. But I'd also like you to look at someone who you can go to. Um, similar what, you know, I said I went to someone when I was starting a PR company. Go to somebody who can give you advice on actually, on, on music and a single. I've, um, got, I've got one person who's in my head already. But see, that's what I'm saying. You know, you already have the answers. You know, you're, you're incredibly talented and capable. And I'm um, also quite, I am quite well connected just from too many years of running around London like a crazy woman. And you know me, I'm just kidding. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, look, I mean, great session. It sounds like you're making amazing progress and I'm very proud. Thank you. Um, is there anything else you wanted to go through before we go? No, I've got my, uh, building my foundation moving forward and um, I would just like to wrap up by just sort of mentioning what you do, just so in case people are wanting to get hold of you. Uh, how do people get hold of you if they want to talk to you, ask questions or get involved in your coaching programme? Cool. So you can go to www.beingyourownpublicist.com, yeah. uh, my website. I'm offering a free audio download. It's a, it's a seven-part coaching program. Uh, and you can also go on there and read my blog and things like that. Uh, if you'd like to think of, you know, if you'd like to talk about working with me or, you know, we can arrange a call um, and then we can discuss which programs right for you. I've got three different options I offer for people. Um, and then on Facebook, I'm Ryan James Lock, the UN publicist, and on Twitter, it's at Ryan James Lock. Great. So I'll pop all those as well in the show. So thank you, Ryan. I really appreciate you so much. And um, all being, I will be, will be back in. I have to organise it because obviously there's a bit of a delay this time with my crazy. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> so in the middle of learning the seagull and goodness knows what else I managed to find to do like a crazy woman in the next week uh, I'll come back and we'll report I mean certainly last time after the session my homework weighed over me but it, I did do it eventually just because the time was, the clock was ticking 
So I guess I'm going to play a bit, if not all, of the track here, so people can have a of the new radio edits, and I'll probably I'll do a new beginning because obviously it sounds a bit different. Now. Thank you, Ryan. Have a great day, Rochelle. Thank you. Bye. Bye.